0: Picture this, a nourishing breakfast spread, music welcoming you to a breathtaking space, a seat with a curated gift just for you, a full day of immersive, interactive, and truly transformational sessions, a room filled with women ready to step into their fullest potential, women ready for unmatched personal growth. Soul-giving conversations, vulnerable and heartfelt moments experienced together, moments of tears, of breakthroughs, of wonder and of release, laughter, hugs, and permission to step fully into your most authentic, honest, and powerful version of you. The one that's already in there that's just yearning to come out. Join us and buy your ticket for march twenty third, twenty twenty four for Bloom, a life-changing event happening in Kitchener, Waterloo. Visit the dot com to learn more about this day or to say yes to yourself and purchase a ticket to join us. I hope to see you there. This show is brought to you by Female Alliance Media by Women for Women. Welcome to the Balance and Bliss Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Mandu, a three-time published author, speaker, and a lifestyle transformation coach who believes everyone should be given the gift of knowing how to live their lives feeling healthy and empowered. Things like moving your body regularly and fueling it well, taking care of your mind, setting boundaries, practicing self and body acceptance, personal growth, manifestation, and everything in between. Wellness is not linear, and it's not just one thing. It expands into so many areas, and on this show, we're going to talk about just that. We're all striving to live a little more healthy and a little more well, but what does that even mean? My goal is to help you see that you can move from the mundane to the magic when it comes to living aligned and fulfilled, and by tuning in each week, you can be assured you'll leave with nuggets of wisdom that you can implement into your day-to-day like right now, to help you maximize your health, wellness, and your life. Now let's dive in. I want to take a minute to share with you about one of my favorite places to visit in Ontario, because if you're planning a getaway this year and want something close by, Horizon B&B in Leamington, Ontario is one place you must add to your list. Think a warm and welcoming getaway where you're completely taken care of while also getting the chance to connect with the loved ones that you've traveled with. A family-inspired business, Shelby pours all the memories she has from her grandparents owning a B&B into your stay with her. As you wander the halls, relax in your room, or are served a wonderful, delicious meal, it's very obvious how much love, attention, and care is put into every detail. It's not just an old B&B. Instead, Shelby strongly believes in the power of connection and being present with those in your life and with the ones you love. Whether it's in the comfort of her space or out exploring what the surrounding towns and beaches have to offer, this getaway will give you the space to reconnect and feel taken care of. When you open up that calendar to book your summer or you're cruising online to find the next holiday, trust me when I say you will be so glad that you picked Horizon B&B to visit. To learn more about their pricing and packages, visit www.horizenbnb.com. And when you book, use the code BLISS10 for 10% off your stay. I hope you enjoy. Hey everybody, welcome back. I hope you're having a kick-ass day and that your week is off to a great start. I want to talk to you about comparison today because recently when I was on my LA trip, I was invited on stage by none other than Susan Hyatt herself (laughs) and she was doing a little bit of hot seat coaching. So she is a master life coach and before she invited people up on stage, one of the things that she had us do was like this little activity that essentially was, "I loved this activity." It was like a report card where you rated yourself on all of these different areas in your life. So you rated yourself on your relationships, you rated yourself on your self-care, on your integrity, um, on how much joy and pleasure you're bringing into your life, all of these components of like her bare method. Um and then after that you kind of looked at the areas where you were doing well and then you also looked at the areas where you were um where there was room for improvement. And I strongly believe that there is always room for improvement. That's how we continue to grow, continue to learn. And one of the things that I wrote down in that area is comparison. For some reason, I struggle with looking at what other people are doing and I always have. And I know that this is a trait that I have and that's why I'm here to talk about it today because I know that I'm not the only one. And the self-talk that you have around this comparison can really go a long way. In my book, You Actually Can Do This, Achieving a Healthy Lifestyle in Spite of Yourself. I actually have a chapter on this as well. And once I'm done sharing with you, you know, what we talked about in that hot, co- hot seat coaching conversation, that is a mouthful. Um, I want to share with you what I share in this chapter because again, I think that a lot of us are really guilty of this and not only comparison with other people, but also comparison with ourselves, which I will talk about. So, she invited me up on stage to work through something. And so she said, you know, what do you want to what do you want to work through? What were some of your ratings like? And I thought to myself, you know, this is a really good opportunity to kind of give people a little bit of a peek into what goes on inside my head because I do know that that I'm not the only person that feels this way. So I said, you know, I have a lot of change that I wanna create in this world and a lot of lessons that I've learned and a lot to share with other people in terms of uplifting them on their journey to wellness and hoping to, you know, use, not hoping to, but I do, Um, But I'm hoping to use my, my learnings as a way of teaching and supporting other people. But I find that often I look at other people who are either doing similar work to what I'm doing or are just in the like coaching, helping space. And I watch how, you know, they produce their podcasts or I watch how they show up online and talk to their clients or what they're sharing about the work that they're doing with clients. And I find myself comparing what I'm doing to what they're doing and thinking that what I'm doing is not good enough or thinking that I don't know enough or thinking that I'm not serving my people as well as I want to serve them. And I have to be really honest with you. No one has ever said to me, what you're saying isn't good or, you know, you never, you didn't help me at all. I actually, in fact, only get positive reinforcement which is why I continue to show up because I know that I'm creating an impact. But somehow there's that voice inside of me that still says, you're not good enough. You're not doing as good as that person and so on. And so, you know, I have to actually go back. Uh, My friend actually recorded this coaching session because I wasn't able to, you know, when you're like talking to, you're like kind of on the spot and you're either answering a question or you're in an interview or something like that. And then you get off the call or the interview and you're like, what did I even say? What did that person even say to me? That's what it kind of felt like. Um, but essentially, you know, she, I do remember her saying that, you know, that it really is like a different part of ourselves, almost protecting ourselves from being seen, protecting ourselves from messing up. But really like our higher self is calling on us to step up And to continue doing those things because we each have a unique and valuable gifts to share with people and we need to stop comparing ourselves to other people. So I want to go through this chapter with you and similar to what I did on a previous episode where I did a little bit of a book recap, there's lots of really good nuggets in here. And you know, these books, we read them and then they sit or we write them and then they sit. And the information is really valuable to share again. So I'm going to read through this chapter with you, and then I'm also going to give my little tidbits along the way. So as it relates to comparison, before I even ask you this question, and maybe you started doing this already when you were listening to the episode, but I want to make sure that you're not feeling any shame over what the answer is. You need to know that there is no way that you are the only person who does this. And in fact, I feel like as women, especially, we are very guilty of this. It's like it's part of our nature. Like we do this as a way to gauge where we're at or, you know, we look for like internal validation or something like that. Sometimes we look at someone who is ahead of us on the path and we use them as an example for where we strive to be you know it's a good motivator it's like oh i i want to i want to be that here's a person that inspires me and influences me i'm going to you know look at what they're doing but 9 times out of 10 this really turns into like a slippery slope of negativity right because it can actually put like it can halt your goals completely of course this is comparison so do you compare yourself to those around you This is a nasty game I spent a lot of time playing in the early days of my journey. And again, like I said, you know, this is something that I am still actively working towards. I would peek over at the person beside me at the gym or in my boot camp class and I would check out how many reps they were doing. Or what they looked like when they squatted. And I wasn't just doing it for proper format. I was really looking at them to be like, oh my gosh, look You know, look at how much better they're doing than I am. Look at how they're performing. And I would constantly measure myself against that. And it usually resulted in me feeling like I was failing in some way. Or like I was not good enough. In hindsight though, it was something that like, I always did it without noticing. And what it did is it often played a really negative role in the way that I spoke to myself. So, you know, when I was in high school, I would look at all the girls around me and see what they were wearing or how they were doing their hair or how they were acting. And I would use that as a benchmark for like what I did. I was very, very insecure and I didn't know my place. I didn't really know where I fit. And so as a result of that, I was really like looking externally to help me to figure out who I should be. This was amplified when social media started to take off and everything and everyone was online. With immediate access and intimate access to other people and their journeys, what they had going on in their lives and how they were succeeding and failing, it became increasingly difficult to not continue the game of comparison. I can assure you that you are not the only one who struggles with this. And like I said, you know, earlier, I, I deal with this too. There are times I'm not grounded and I'm not focused in certain moments. And when I'm not is when I find that I'm doing that comparison game. Here's what I know and what I have learned about myself. And maybe this is you too, is that when I am not staying focused on my own goals when I am not consistently working towards whatever I want to work towards or when I'm not really in tune with myself and and being mindful and intentional of how I'm living out my days this is when I find myself getting into that cycle more and so there are a few things that I do regularly or try to (laughs) let's be real There's things that I try to do regularly that can help me to stay out of that need to compare. And so I'm going to share those tips with you because hopefully it might be something that resonates with you. And maybe you can start to adopt some of these things when you find yourself in that game of comparison with other people. So the first one is like practicing gratitude. So taking time to be grateful. For where you are, for what you have, for what you have accomplished, for what you are doing, instead of feeling like, you know, look at all these things that I don't have. Again, it really is just shifting that focus from the negative to the positive. So, what that does is that really can like shift your whole mindset, right? If you're staying in that negativity loop, then you're gonna stay in that negativity loop. And so, you really have to like interrupt that. There's a lot of literature on the practice of gratitude and I've talked about it, you know, on the, on the podcast before. Um, but there's a few psychologists that have actually done like extensive research on this topic. And in one of the studies that they've done, they concluded that individuals who are grateful experience more positive emotions and are actually more satisfied with life. Like people experience fewer Not no, because that's really unrealistic to expect that like you're not going to feel any negative feelings at all. But people experience fewer negative emotions, including envy. And envy really is that one emotion that can be at the heart of comparison. (laughs) And besides, when you're busy thinking about all the amazing shit that you have going on, then you don't have time to look around at other people because you're too busy crushing it at your own life. If you're constantly seeking and searching within your own life for the things that you're grateful for, then you will naturally feel like you need to seek less validation from the outside. The other thing that really helps me in terms of comparison is just being mindful of the the amount of media that I'm consuming or the amount of things that I'm consuming that could potentially be triggering uh, and could potentially put my mental health in a place that is not the greatest. So for me. Uh, It's news (laughs) and it's mindlessly scrolling. So I use social media, Instagram specifically, of course, to connect with you and to connect with my business and my clients. Um, But I do really have to be careful that I am, you know, curating my feed so that what's coming into my energy, I talk a lot about protecting my energy, but curating my feed in a way that anything that comes in is really positive and is not filled with judgment or pessimism that sort of thing, Um, you know, when you're only following accounts that lift you up and support your lifestyle, support where you want to be, support your values, all of those things can influence your perspective. And I don't know, I mean, I don't know about you, but I want to see content that makes me feel good. And so I can be really selective about, you know, the types of things that I'm consuming and also the types of people that I'm spending time with. Again, if you're trying to keep yourself in a positive space and a positive mindset and in a place where you're not looking at, you know, what everyone else is doing and comparing yourself to everyone else, then looking at the people that you're spending time with as well, like the conversations that you're participating in, like what are you talking about? What are you talking about regularly? What are you focusing on? Where are you pouring your energy into and are you protecting that energy? All of those things can lead us back to, or can prevent us, pardon me, from feeling like we need to compare ourselves. Earlier on, I also talked about, you know, this comparison game that we play with other people, but there's also the game of comparison that we play with ourselves. You know, if you have been in a place where you are really actively taking care of yourself you are being really mindful, you are nourishing your body well, you have a good movement routine, you're practicing gratitude, you're doing your meditation, like whatever has fueled you well. And then you're, you've done all those things and you've been in a place where you're doing all those things. And then you're all of a sudden, you know, life gets busy and things have come up and, you know, those things are not taking as much of a priority anymore. We can start to compare ourselves to like past us Or like looking at before we had kids or looking at high school photos and being like, oh my gosh, I was so much skinnier in high school and look at me now. Well, I would be worried for you if you looked the exact same as you did in high school. You know, we often look at ourselves at periods of time when we were really thriving and doing really well. And when we're not doing well, then we look at those past times and we beat up on ourselves for not being that person anymore. When reality is, you know, maybe we're, maybe we're grieving a loss. Maybe we are picking up all of our things and moving across the country. You know, maybe you're, you have young children and you're in a busy season or you're in a busy season of work. I talk a lot about seasons. If you don't know me in seasons by now, <laughs> you haven't been listening to this show long enough. But we compare ourselves to our past versions of ourselves so often. And then again, we beat ourselves up about that, you know, when we were 20 pounds lighter or whatever it is. Again, we never compare ourselves. We never look at how far we've come. I shouldn't say never, but we don't often look at how far we've come. We don't look back at the times where we were really struggling and then we're doing well. We never look back and go, wow, you know, look at how far I've come. But instead, we often look back and say, "Ugh, look at me now, right? Look at how great I was then and look at how shitty I'm doing now. But again, going back to keeping our mental health in a good place, comparison does not serve us well for that, whether we're comparing ourselves to other people or whether we're comparing ourselves to past versions of who we used to be. So I'm going to end off this episode with giving you a take action. So do you have a habit of comparing yourself to those around you? Has anything I've shared with you in this episode resonated with you? This person is thinner. That person is stronger. That person looks happy. I used to be happy. I used to do X, Y, and Z. I used to meditate. I used to have so much more time. I did this before. Why can't I do that again? Or maybe you can think off the top of your head about some of the accounts that you follow, people you interact with. This is a big one, right? People that you interact with, magazines that you read that are fueling your feelings of being less than and opening up the door for you to compare yourself. Spend some time thinking about what changes you can make, what accounts you can unfollow, what people you can kindly dismiss from your life. I know that sounds harsh, but who and what can you kindly dismiss so that you have room to be the most version of yourself, right? To be the best version of yourself, the version that you want to be, the version that we all strive to be. How can you politely dismiss those things from your life so that you can break that cycle of comparison? And let me know what those things are. If you feel ready to anchor in, hey, this is what, who, and how I'm going to be getting rid of those things. Share that with me. Declare it to somebody in your life. Declare it to yourself and stick to your guns. Thank you so much for being here today. I hope you have a great rest of the week. Take care. Thanks so much for being here. I hope you're leaving with a full heart, some inspiration, or you're feeling the kick in the butt you felt like you needed. If you really enjoyed this episode, be sure to share it with a friend or let me know. Rates, reviews, subscribing, and sharing are all great ways to support the show. And if you want to stay in touch, follow me over on Instagram at the.balance.bliss. Thanks for listening today and stay well.